Section86.com. We're changing the world of podcasting one show at a time. Sports League Podcast, Season 15, episode, I'm sorry, Season 16, Episode 1, and 129 in the series. I am your host, Nancy Drew Hughes, and I'll never be champion, and I'm joined by two special playoff content- contenders. Are you kidding me? The 2006, 11, Aaron, 15, 26, Doug. All right, so uh, let's talk about um, our draft. Aaron, how was your draft? I- I'm pretty happy with mine overall. I took Ezekiel Elliott in the second round, which is a boomer bust uh, style move for me. Bust. Typically, I'm not that type of person. Um, if it does turn out well, though, then I think that I will be a very dangerous opponent in the playoffs. What if he gets suspended for like five more games after that? Then I'm probably not going to make the playoffs. What if it, if it, if you have to change your team name to Beats by Elliot? Uh, only if you beat me will I do that. For the rest of the season? If you beat me, but then you have to put something on the line for I, when I beat you. Like uh, walk the line? Or how about you actually, uh, you know, send me the trophy that you've been hoarding for the last, you know, three years. I need to go buy it again. See, what happened was, <laughs> y- what happened was Google Andy fucked was so me upset. is what really happened. Andy was so upset. I was pissed. No, no, I sent it. So he kept it. No, no, no. I sent it. All right. There's no way you could change that. So eat, eat it. All right. Suck it. I got two words for you. You're fired. No, he's going to say suck it. Suck it. I've watched Ghostbusters way too many times. So, Doug, what about yours? How did you feel about yours? I felt pretty good about mine. Um, the one thing I was kind of happy about was getting Andrew Luck so far late in the draft. Um, the one thing, I, though, I do fear, though, is just I wrap it around and I got uh, Cousins afterwards, too, uh, which I think is going to be a big strength to mine is having both of those available. So I, I never have a question at quarterback, which has been a weakness of mine, I think, for the last few years or uh, my, my history of this. Uh, I feel confident about my running backs. Uh, Mixon, I feel great about. Not necessarily right at the start, but the same thing with Ezekiel Elliott. I think that I could if, – if Aaron wouldn't have taken him and he would have gotten to me in the second round, I would have taken him. I prepared for, for Elliott, and I also prepared to not get Elliott. Um, but I think my overall team is good. I have an overall good team. There's not a huge strength, maybe quarterback, but everything else is, I would say, a good 85% grade-wise. Uh, but I think that's good enough in this to, to be overall a very good team. There's going to be some weeks that I get upset by, you know, like Andy or somebody, uh, oh, especially now that we're in a – Right. You know, and, and if I can consistently get, you know, that – what looks like maybe a 204 is the average, uh, what uh, what everybody's going to get in the week. If I can get that average 204 every week, I think I can do that on a consistent basis. Yeah, I'm going to lose that one that, you know, every once in a while that somebody puts up 300 points because their defense blocked five field goals, ran them back for touchdowns and, and did something like that. So I, I know I'm going to lose those matches every once in a while, but I believe I have a good enough team to make it to the playoffs. And by the time that the playoffs are there, my team will be strength 
uh, uh, good enough to go in far deep into the playoffs. And I think I'm going to make some trades uh, during this year that will uh, definitely seal the deal. Wink, wink, hot sale for Oberg when, you know, in week four, when your team's done, uh, you can go ahead and hot sale your team to me. Um, or, or anybody else that wants to hot sell their team. I'm thinking that this is the year that I'm going to be buying. I'm going to be buying. I'll be selling my draft picks for next year. I'm going to have a horrible next year, but that's my track record. Every other year, I'm going to be in the, in the, uh, the cup. Now, Doug, uh, when you say you're going to go deep in the playoffs, are you saying like, you know, like when you go to a ball pit and you sink to the very bottom, you know, are you saying you're going to be balls deep in the playoffs? I think we're going to be balls deep in the playoffs. And Eddie, how about you? How did you feel your draft went? Because apparently Johnny was uh, very um, vocal about how much you screwed him over in the draft. Oh, dude, I'll just tell you right now. So I had a thing where it says, click here if you are if you were the KSL 2016 champion. And then it gave me a backdoor into his computer. So now I can mm. see everything he does. He's into like the weirdest stuff I've ever seen. Like uh, Teletubbies gone wild. Um, Elmo. Uh, there's something in my side. Is he into that furry stuff? Um, yes, he's he's in the furries. Um, he's into um, mating with wood, like actually like pieces of wood, which I find weird. Uh, something about like how to remove splinters from your wiener, um, stuff like that. So I, I guess that's what he's into. That's cool. But I was also seeing everything that he was doing in his draft order. No, just kidding. That went way too long. But anyways, no, uh, it was actually kind of funny because I picked up uh, Jordan Howard, Howard, which I know he wanted really, really bad. But I ended up getting him. And then uh, overall, I, th- I thought my team, my draft was pretty decent. I did. Uh, I felt I reached on a couple people and I was dumb. For some reason, I took Decker and Corey Davis. And I I knew I messed up when I picked up Decker, but I was like, and eh, the tight end. And Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker will be okay. He'll be good. But I really need to get rid of Decker and uh, and Davis. But and uh, so you're really really banking on that Tennessee offense, aren't you? Oh man, if Tennessee's offense does great, especially if they, uh, just as long as uh, Mariota is not the starter, I'll be really good. Especially if he's not the starter, right, Aaron? Wink, wink. Bench him. I'm, I'm not. I'm not trading you for uh, the only one I would take is Delaney Walker. Oh, really? The other two are because I would have I would have uh, taken them a while ago. I'll, I want Greg Olson. I don't have Greg Olson. Well, so then, that's, that's then we don't need to talk. I think, I think has. <laughs> anyway, so I, I believe that my team is actually pretty decent. Uh, I I did. Uh, I put some faith in a couple other guys that I'm not sure. I hope they do turn out uh, well. Um, we'll just see. We'll see how the season progresses. I think Andy Dalton's going to be the number one fantasy uh, football or fantasy quarterback. Uh, when it's all said and done and i'm gonna call it right now tom brady will not be have a he'll have a a decent year but he will be hurt okay so real quick um other than travis because i think we'd probably say travis because he left uh partway through the draft obviously his defensive players are not good so travis you know ipso facto had the worst draft however though other than travis who do you think had the worst draft and who do you think had the best draft well Obviously, I think I had the best draft. Um, I I don't like the fact that they give Kevin the best draft. That I just don't understand. Um, if I had to, you know, I would say, of course, uh, Travis. But you know, I don't like I don't like uh, Palmer's team. I also don't like Ty Seema as well. 
I just don't like those two teams. And I think Kevin's, so you think the ties are are not I think, very good. Though. You know what? I think actually, yeah, yeah. We'll just say them both. Both, you know, the ties, and also I think Kevin's team. I think are overrated. I really feel that strongly about those two. Uh, Travis unfortunately had to leave, and Aaron, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of your team, but you know, that's because uh, yeah. you keep beating me. So, oh, yeah, so let's just hopefully, uh, let's just hope that I'm right. That's all that matters. Well, of course, I am uh, most pleased with my draft, uh, obviously. So I'm going to feel I had the best draft as well. Uh, worst draft, I would agree with you. I think that the ties, um, you know, they're, they're taking a look at Palmer's team in particular, um, I he has some good pieces there, but I feel like his wide receiving core is a little weak. Um, his running back core, if Gurley actually does well this year, then maybe, you know, he could be okay. But, um, you know, really, it's just kind of like it's Aaron Rodgers uh, and Freeman are kind of his team right now. And and I don't I don't feel very strongly about him. He also took two defenses back to back, which is kind of a strange move. So I don't know if maybe he did that on accident or, or what the issue was there. But that was kind of surprising. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of feel he has a, a little bit of a mediocre team. And, you know, to your point with Boardman, similarly, you know, his top running back is Marshawn Lynch. And we don't know what he's going to be like this year. Um, you know, he could be pretty crappy. His wide receiving core could be pretty good, though. But, you know, that's his running back, which that's always been his Achilles heel since he's been in the league. Hey, Doug, Doug, what about you? Uh I agree too. The Palmer's team, I think, was one of the weirdest things that I, I saw in the draft. When you when you take two defenses back to back, especially so early too. I mean, yes, he has the potential for a um, for the, the possible number one defense overall. But when you look at the defensive team points compared to everybody else, uh, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, all defenses get points. Yes, yeah, some a little bit more than others. But we're not talking about like the Bears back in the day when Devin Hester ran back every punt and kickoff or a touchdown. Um, th- this is this is one of those things where defensive points we've we've eliminated them or hit them a little bit harder so that they're not such a big deal. Um, so going that that route, eh, unless you're trying to trade, uh, thinking that you could do something like that along those lines. Uh, that's kind of what I was thinking with getting luck and cousins right away. Maybe I could trade one. Uh, I was happy to have luck. And then when cousins was still available, it's like, you know what, I'll take them. And then maybe I can trade one of them or the other away and make up in, in, in some other ground where I think I'm a little bit weak or something, but we'll, we'll see how the team goes or in the rest of the season goes. We do have Nanagay who didn't even pick up a kicker. So his team is technically the worst due to the fact that, his team can't qualify for a win because he doesn't have a full roster. Ah, that's right. So that's, is that why he, because isn't he predicted to go like, Oh, and Oh, and 13 or, Oh, wait, wait, I'm sorry, Travis. Yeah. He's not predicted to do as well though, but as to Doug's point, yeah, he doesn't have a kicker, which is, you know, that's 10 points. He's always, he's going to be losing every single week because of that. Once he puts a kicker in there, it's, you know, things will change and, uh, obviously, he will rise up into the ranks, but um, you know it's it's a, a a totally fine strategy. I know people that would do that. They you know they might not take a defense, you know, in other leagues. They might not take a kicker and then just pick up the best available right before the actual uh, start of the kickoff. So you know what I find also interesting is that um, I I still think that, and I will I don't think I know that we have one of the most competitive fantasy football leagues out there. If you look at everyone's scores, you're within just a couple of points. I mean, Doug and I, uh, Doug's projected to beat me by a little, le- actually a little over a point, 
and then we have uh gosh uh boardman and uh hoofter they're within they're like what 25 oh gosh uh 27 points of each other aaron ananier is only a point and then uh kevin is a 14 and then uh, of course over travis almost 50 points but you know, yeah, and, but that will change. Yes, uh, will. Travis doesn't have uh, defensive players in, right, real defensive players in. So once he gets that in, it'll go up a little bit more. So it'll probably be like 180 to 190 ish. Um, and so it'll be probably a little bit closer. But yeah, no, I, it is very competitive, which actually kind of brings me to my next question. I want to ask you, Doug, and going into the draft, obviously, the you know, in some of the later rounds, it kind of gets a little murky because of the IDP. But in the early rounds, was there something that happened that you were like, whoa, like, I can't believe that you took him or I can't believe he was still there in the kind of early parts of the draft. Uh, in the early parts of the draft, I don't know if there was anything that shocked me too much. Um, mostly because I, I've always found that this league is is always going to be shocking in some way or another. Uh, seeing that Rob Gronkowski fell all the way to the third round, I thought that was a little bit of a surprise. Um, but you got health issues there. Uh, it, it's always just one of those things though. Um, I think Spencer Ware in the fourth round was a, was a big reach. Um, but other than that, it, it, the, it everything kind of went to, a, as I was thinking, there are teams that I expect to pick poorly, like a boardman or, uh, um, every once in a while Palmer, but you know, it's, it's not necessarily the early rounds that, uh, kill you. It's it is the late rounds that really make a team and, and make it what it's worth. I know when I had all those draft picks uh, a couple years ago when we established the Doug rule. Um, <laughs> it, it, if it wasn't for all those picks, injuries happen and it's going to happen to somebody. And it happened to me that year. Just luckily, I had the backups because of the early picks uh, to make up for it and make it to the the finals. What about you, Andy? Was there anything that you were like surprised about? taking a look at, you know, either the kind of fairly early, you know, first six rounds or so. Sorry, I, I was just double checking a couple set league settings. I uh, added our uh, league logo. Um, not real. I mean, you know, Gronk falling, but also Gronk has been realistically Gronk is not doing the greatest. I mean, I, I think that's a that's a pretty uh, I think everyone knows that by now. Um, sorry, I was not prepared to have the draft um, the results up. Um, I, I I was also ticked because I was going to try and be the first guy to pick up a defensive player, and I was going to go back-to-back defensive players, so I'd had like, the top two linebackers. So then everyone else would go for linebackers, and then I, I had a strategy that um, unfortunately failed because, uh, yeah, uh, I think Ty was the first one to take a defensive mm-hmm. player, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, we find, yeah, uh, with uh, Kukli. So hopefully he's concussed a lot this season. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I really hope so. But yeah, that was my my plan was that because I think after that I end up picking up uh, people um, pretty pretty fast after that. I was actually happy that I got Adrian Peterson sixth round, but also it's kind of like well, you never know what's going to happen with him because he could stink too, and he is going yeah, to and, New Orleans. And just a very minor point, I, I would say about Ty Boardman's team is having the two quote unquote best linebacker and then best defensive lineman. Uh, could really be a a boost to him and his team. Uh, You know, obviously I had mentioned he he may not have the best running back, but 
he could potentially get some wins in based on, I mean, <laughs> JJ Watt caught Doug a couple of touchdowns. So, right. or, or, or through touchdowns, whatever it was, you know, like he got touchdowns a couple of years ago for Doug, uh, which is huge. And so there, there's a chance that could happen as well. Uh, as far as kind of some of the surprises, uh, one of them that I remember was uh, uh, Terrell Pryor uh, was very high on a lot of people's draft boards and on Yahoo's as well. And he went, I want to say it was a full round and a half after he was projected to go like 18 picks. So somebody who maybe passed on him when he was available in the third or fourth got him later, you know, got him much later. They, they had that opportunity to. And also it was, uh, I believe it was Martavis Bryant, uh, who was suspended and I believe is now has been reinstated or is in the process. Still hasn't reinstated. been reinstated yet. And they still, still haven't talked about it yet. Um, you know, that, that was another guy too, where I, I think I was, I would have expected him to have been available to have gone a little bit earlier. I actually was eyeing him, uh, right before he was taken. So those are kind of two of the biggest surprises I feel in, in the draft this, uh, past year, uh, with what is currently in the standing, so if you go to the current projections, um, let me ask you, Andy. Uh, right now, you are projected to finish eighth overall at a five and eight record, and uh, within your same division, Doug is at seven and six, and Kevin is at twelve and one. Ty Palmer being at five and eight. Andy, do you think that you're going to hit the five and eight? Or do you think that you're going to fall above or, or below it? Hey, if you get if just long as you're you make it into the playoffs, it doesn't matter what your record is. So if I can sneak in at at you know eight, I'm okay with that. I can settle for that because then whoever the number one seed is, I will go ahead and you know bend them over and spank their ass. So Andy, do you think Kevin is going to be twelve and one? Oh yeah, I hope it's him that I get to bend over and slap his ass. You want him to get twelve wins that year. Yeah, I want him to get thirteen. I want him to go thirteen and zero, and then lose first round to me. Wow! And Doug, what about you? It has you at seven and six. Do you think that's where you're going to end up? Uh, quite possible. I, I think that again, like I said, I have a decent team. Um, I would agree with almost Yahoo's grading of me as a B team. Um, a lot of their grades, though, I don't agree with. Uh, seven and six, sure. Uh, it also, I mean, the one thing I've loved and learned about fantasy football. Uh, is the fact that it's not just the draft day. It's how you play the rest of the league. And I, I've always been known to make trades. I've always been known to make some good pickums, uh, pickups. Um, I, I've always been known to drop people like one or two week right before they blow up. So everybody else, you know, good luck to you when you pick up the rest of my players. Um, <laughs> but seven and six, I could see seven and six. Um, but I also see myself eyeing for the uh, division championship again. Uh, that's one of the things I think I've been consistent at is winning my division. Um, so no, Kevin's not going to go 12 and one. Um, and if you had a, I'm if you sure had I'm going to pick up a couple wins, but I, I think I'll end up at least maybe, I think eight and five would be more realistic for me. If you had to pick, what do you think Kevin's going to go? Uh, Kevin is probably going to go, you know, he doesn't have a necessarily a bad team. So I would say maybe he goes about eight and five also, maybe nine and four. So you think you two will be the ones battling for that division then? Okay. Right. Because there's no other competition in, in our division. There's just no, me and Kevin. Wow. Yeah. I, I think it's expected that Palmer's probably not going to do that well this year. And then whoever the other guy is, is probably not going to do that well either. Right. I think I think he's going to do fantastic. And I, I feel that he's going to definitely go balls deep. Definitely balls deep in you and, and who I, I don't know which one you're talking to. It doesn't matter. Yeah. 
Whoever's okay. listening, they're going to go balls deep in somebody. Okay. Cool. Uh, and for me, I think that Yahoo uh, it has me down uh, being very, very poorly. Uh, I think it had me at five and eight, I want to say. And I definitely don't see that. It also has um, Nandigay at three and ten. So I would I would suspect that, um, you know, Hoofter at 11 and two. I don't really see that either. I think Hoofter will probably be more of a seven and six. I would have Borman probably at a five and eight, and I'd probably be more seven and six as well. I think myself. Hoofter and Nanagay will be battling for that top spot. I think it'll be a three-way race for that to see who's going to be. And because we're beating each other up, it'll probably be the for the number two or number three seed. Whereas maybe like PB and J, you might have Pate run away with it and be ten and three, um, you know. And so he'll be the number one seed, sort of thing. So who has the best division? Do you think, Aaron? I'm going to go with mine. Well, and you're probably wondering, why did the track all of a sudden stop? Well, to make a long story short, I actually had an error, but not only did I have an error on my system, but also my backup recorder, um, I didn't charge it, so it was already dead. Uh, so it recorded the first five minutes, unfortunately. So what happened at the end of the show, we also, we talked about a little more about uh, the draft itself and where we're going to finish. Uh, a couple other things were laid out there. I started to space out, and then uh, I did... There was a bet put out that I did say I will take. Now, since we did put in, I think it's in the chat now as well, but I did state that if Dal- that if Andy Dalton ends up being a hot, does more, does more points than Andrew Luck, um, then Doug and I will swap sixth and seventh round picks, but it's only whoever is the higher one. So that's the bet that we laid out. So I, I apologize. I think this is only the second time I've ever had an issue with, during podcasting where we lost uh, about eight minutes worth of uh, audio. But again, I apologize to uh, Doug and Aaron on this. I'm really, really sorry. Until next time, we need to thank 86 Productions and Section 86 for hosting and any of the podcasts. And I want to thank all of the players in the league, along with Doug Hahn for coming on the show and also Aaron Hughes for coming on the show. And I am Andrew Hughes, and until next time, we'll see you on the gridiron.